January 11, 2018. It's a lot for Pedro's show. Thank you. 
Watch for Pedro Show. Thursday Pedro, kind of different day. Uh, man alone here, but in my pad, but not alone via the incredible engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention. I got special guest Andrea Belfi with me. In the, just got back home in Berlin. Yeah, thank you for Tyler Mike for having uh, me for no the Welcome Peter Show. It's no really problem. Amazing. Uh, so Andrea's been uh, working on a drum set in uh, Finland, and we'll get to that later. But well, we started off with John Coltrane doing. Maybe I turned the fucking. Yeah, no more feedback. <laughs> so, that's a little pilot air. Uh, error. Uh, matchy guy. We started off with uh, Seraphic Light from John Coltrane's uh, Sunship. And then uh, off the brand new album, Or. No, it's Ori. Yeah. See there, that another fuck up. <laughs> you yeah, know, no, people, well, we, we all actually, share this. Actually, um, Roman alphabet, you know, but it depends what land you're from <laughs> that the Roman letters go. <laughs> so or we would say or, actually, I, but this is the Italian yeah, word or, aura for gold. Aura yeah, well, uh, actually it has, uh, what I liked about this uh, title is that it has a double meaning. Ah, so uh, you I like mean, this confusion. Or, or, yeah, okay. Because, because I thought, uh, I started with or as the uh, English word, um, as the a mining product. Where you can where you can get um, um, refined material. So that's well. That's, that's... What usually happens in nature is a lot of the stuff yeah. we really like, you know, these kind of uh -huh. things, aluminum, iron. Yeah. They're usually not in pure form. They're usually mixed in with other stuff. So you mine mm -hmm. stuff, and then you, like you said, you refine it. And actually, that's yeah. what I thought the title was about. Like, because you're an incredible uh, musician and composer, so it's like. You're taking something like a, a raw idea, and then you yeah. you put the Andrea Belfi uh, persona persona to yeah. it in the creativity. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you got it. That, uh, you got it exactly. Okay. <laughs> what what it was, uh, but but it was based on the idea of. Um, I mean, this time I wanted to start it from from. I mean, started to compose. I, I composed the, the the tracks starting from uh, drums ideas, where uh, usually I tend to compose the the whole uh, thing, the whole enchilada. Sure. Uh, not just not just drums, but you know. Uh, the whole vision. Uh, the the whole vision, yeah. And this time I I I, um, I started by playing uh, rhythms and not having anything uh, around. Uh, not, not with without any other ideas basically so um i started from the yeah raw drums recordings uh, of just rhythms and um like free improvisation and then i composed the record after that on top of this or you know editing these uh, rough ideas and that's why uh, i thought about um you know, refining raw material. That that was the that was the um, yeah the idea. But then ore in Italy means also time, like the the oh, that's hours, right. hours, hours, hours. That's yeah, it. Exactly. That's it. It's oral in Espanol for gold. Ora, ah, oro. Yeah, but you guys say ora, but then ora yeah. is hours also. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. This exactly. is a very convenient kind of word because many layers of meaning. Exactly, exactly. That's that's, that's what I thought. Exactly. Okay, it has, uh, and they all kind of um, make sense to sure. that to this uh, record. 
So, um, yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Kind of parallel meanings. Okay, I was going to yeah. start by, yeah, what were you first thinking of when this, uh, this idea for this album? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a big difference by composing different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what happened with this record. So, uh, yeah, changing the, the, the uh, you know, uh, co uh, connecting the, the idea, the compositional idea with uh, the, the, the meaning of the record. So it was like starting from the composition, but then, you know, giving the, the, the record a sort of a, uh, like, like very um, compelling meaning. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. It, it makes sense. It's kind of organic. No, that, yeah, and it, and it was a process, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, Organ now, uh, can I ask you about this? The process of mining and then refining. Yeah. Or the idea. Uh, Sometimes I've heard this from sculptors. They, mm -hmm. They've got to find the work in the rock before they yeah. even get the chisel there. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's a perfect, uh, it's a good metaphor, actually. Or, or it's a good, uh, here's another, yeah. here's another perspective. Mm -hmm. You started something with these raw ideas. Do you think they kind of grew on their own? Became their mm. own life? Well, um, they, um, th not really on their own, I have to say. I mean, uh, um, you weren't surprised but, uh, by uh, you weren't surprised by development as, as you worked on uh, yeah things. oh yeah absolutely absolutely that's I, why I, I don't, by I, themselves. don't I don't really yeah exactly um well um i can i can t i can tell you that uh, it's uh, i started this pro it's a working process process yeah so it, it it was a working process and yes in a way it's it's like leaving these ideas growing and letting them go and see where they would go actually uh, without you know pushing too much into a certain direction yeah. and and see where where these ideas would go yeah uh, yeah in fact there, there are some tracks where I just you know uh, started working on them and and uh, uh, laid down a few ideas and then uh, let them wait a little bit you know let them uh, I make it. Let's say uh, uh, I give them. I give them a little break, and then listen back at, again. And yeah, I think uh, for a couple of tracks that was it. I think uh, uh, you know, it, you just need to sometimes to leave this idea growing or or, or uh, resting a little bit. Sure, sure. Maybe uh, even it like sits on its own. It kind of ferments. Yeah, ferments. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like at it. the same time, maybe it kind of reveals itself. But also you being, uh, even though it's your own work, yeah, you're exploring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, in fact, I tend not to make a, a like, a, I, I tend to create a different record every time. So uh, to change every time and to make it, and to bring new ideas instead of, uh, trying to find a formula and then stick to that. I mean, I, I found something, some some kind of uh, a, some a personal uh, language, a personal vocabulary that I like to use. But then sure. I like to use it to create every time something different and to uh, yeah and to push things uh, as forward as I can.
Yeah, sounds great. Here, let's listen to some music. Na kuma 
בלב הנעורים המופרעים שלי, עץ דודבן, שעמד ליד הבית בקיוטו, הוא מעולם לא פרח. כלומר, אני מעולם לא ראיתי את שערותיו מלבינות, כשערותיו של אבי, שבן לילה שחט את נעוריו היפים.
Bob from Pedro Show. Start off with uh, New Careers in Aviation by uh, Mold Omen out of Baltimore, guided by voices. I think uh, they just released 101st album, Pop Pollard. Cheap Buttons. Uh, some guys from Greece, the Fofico Band, Star. This is a cat in his late 40s who wanted to play bass, so he did. And he made a band, and he sent me the music. <laughs> I can't remember your name. I'm Amazing. sorry, but for Fico Bass Band, charge hard. Uh, at the Heart, farther south, this is from uh, Ben Burko, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. This guy made a whole album on an iPhone. He said he got ten, t- tennis elbow from moving the thumbs so much. <laughs> yeah, like garage band, these kind of instruments, uh, virtual instruments. Uh, he made a whole right. album. Well, it, it was actually a therapy to get him out of his uh, depression, and it worked. Ah, uh, well, yeah, music is righteous. Yeah. Then from England, a pile with the Jones. Everybody knows about the Jones. <laughs> Maybe it's the Joneses. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, common name over here. Uh, El Gord, uh, Gordillo from uh, yeah, the Fat Man, huh? From Ricardo Te- uh, Teero, Colin Webster, Marco Serrano. And Borja Diaz. And this is interesting. These guys, uh, especially Marco Serrato, you know, uh, coming to where you've been a long time, free music scene. This guy comes from like Slayer and stuff out of Sibiria, Spain. And he took up a stand-up bass and has uh, collaborated with all these free jazz guys and learned from them. And, uh, yeah, genre is not so important. You know, when you talk to some, especially younger people, you know, they're just... It's got to be this, that, this. Yeah. So metal, you know, but you can see as people mature, ah, it's just music. And there's many, many different ways to express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think your music is a perfect example about this. Talk about this song that that started off the show um, after John Coltrane led. Okay. Well, um, that's... um, All right. That's basically the... um, only track of the record that comes from uh, from a uh, live performance that I've been playing for two or three years. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, because during the recording session, I recorded like um, as I said before, uh, rough uh, ideas with only with drums, and then I also recorded the, the uh, live set that I, that I've been playing for yeah for uh, two years, uh, two or three years, and. Um, so I, I combined the, the two things, and and this is um, this is one. Uh, this is actually, yeah. Now now I'm saying this is this is tr- the track that uh, led or me to uh, to to compose these new tracks. Actually, I mean that 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 somehow um, uh, set the mood. For the other tracks, ah, I'm thinking of an alchemist, and an alchemist turns lead into gold. Oh wow, that's that, that's also another uh, image. It's it's a great image. Wow. But somehow I, I thought when when, um, <clears throat> when I was um, putting the record together, I thought that that track was somehow uh, representative of. You know, somehow at the core of the record. In fact, it's uh, it's somehow in the middle, uh, and so I 
and somehow it's uh, yeah it's not the peak because uh, there uh, there are different somehow peaks i mean it's it's not just about it there's no single so i mean um, it's kind of the hub everything connects to it yeah exactly that's that's what i thought okay it's somehow the the the, the oldest track and the the one that set up the mood so it's so kind the, of a foundation kind of a foundation yeah it's a kind of a foundation because it it um i brought my experience from from the live set sure, basically sure. And then uh, speaking and that, of that, uh, was was all the pieces done at the same studio? Yes. Uh, no, two studios, actually, two studios. One, uh, they're both in Berlin, and one, it belongs to uh, uh, to Simon Berkelman, who recently moved to back, actually, to Sydney. He has a new studio there, and apparently it's, a, it's an amazing studio. It's called Golden, Golden Retriever. Yeah. And yeah, like a dog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like a dog. Uh, yeah, I love golden retrievers. They're beautiful dogs. Oh yeah, and they can swim. Oh, they can. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, labs can swim. Oh yeah. Uh, and and the other one, it's um, uh, it's an amazing place in Berlin. It's called it's called Funkhaus, and it used to be the GDR uh, radio station. Yeah, people in uh, German language, funk is not. A kind of music, it, it means radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and this and is from a, the old DDR. Yeah, exactly, old DDR. Yes, uh, but a lot of tube um, equipment, a lot of good stuff. Well, it's uh, the equipment was brought there by the guy who recorded the the, oh, the, okay. the, the, the who made the recordings, uh, Matthias uh, Han, who's um, who's actually. Um, no, known also for for being uh, the engineer of certain pedals that um, that many musicians uh, used in the past, like I don't know cer certain people from Radiohead. Use. He's an incredible engineer, okay. uh, and and he brought the stuff there. I mean, his preamps and microphones. But uh, the the um, the special thing about that place is the are the rooms. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because because these technicians back in the I think it was in the forties, they made these incredible uh, sounding rooms, uh, which are I mean they're literally astonishing. I mean they, they have an they have an incredible sound. So whenever you especially for acoustic instruments, because they were made for orchestras or like uh, chamber music orchestras, uh, all kinds of um, Acoustic recordings and yeah, and this these rooms sound incredible. And in fact, I recorded in the chamber music uh, studio, uh, which which is actually like a, you know it's a eight meters high room, like uh, ten by ten meters. I would say it's an incredible um, sounding room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry told me about that pad. Exactly. Yeah, Larry. Very, very important. So, what Man. was your connection with Matthias? Matthias, uh, he is the, the 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 technician is the one of the um, technician of this uh, piano player called Nils Bram, mm -hmm. with whom I uh, I've been touring with uh, two years ago now, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, we we he was enthusiastic about my music because when I toured with this pianist. I was also opening 
with my solo. Sure. So I was both playing with him and and also opening the the gig every gig with my solo. Sure. And this guy said, you know, whenever you want to record, like let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna bring my stuff. And yeah, and he said, you know, microphone collector, preamp collector, and repairs. So that that's his job. He uh, part of his job is also repairing uh, microphones, like I don't know, telefunke microphones from the fifties. So he has this uh, crazy <laughs> collection. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. It's really insane. Um, but so the connect was actually playing together. Wow. Okay. Uh, kind of. He's a musician too, but he he didn't play with with that band. He was oh. um, uh, he was a stage technician. Okay. Okay. Uh, on that tour, he oh. was repairing cables and uh, all kinds of stuff. But he traveled so with he, you guys. Yes, okay. we traveled for about three weeks together. So he's kind of like a helper man for the whole crew. <clears throat> yeah, um, kind of an important helper man because yeah, of course. he's one who's I didn't really. Mean, uh, I didn't mean to make it sound small, but uh, uh, you weren't actually performing with him, but he was a big part of the show technically. Absolutely, exactly. Especially uh, considering that um, gig that I that I played but, uh, when I was playing with this band uh, and. It's called Nonkin, where Nils from this pianist who's you know who's the leader of that somehow the leader of that band. Um, th- there were tons of cables on stage. There were tons of gears. It was a nightmare. Oh, man. So uh, so he was he was good at uh, managing. So this the piano stage. man, uh, this was his like kind of solo thing. He was he was his. Um, it's a trio actually. It's okay. a trio with ba- uh, bass, drums, and piano. Or keyboards, and I was playing the the uh, second um, drums. Uh, I was playing more my uh, as a as an extra percussionist, uh, um, electronics. So I was playing all, all kinds of stuff, not just uh, a second drummer man. Sure, of course. Uh, kind of multi-purpose. But but during yeah. this time, is this when you're getting ideas for Aura? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's when that's when I got the ideas because uh, I got I got the chance to play my my set uh, for uh, where I think there were about twenty shows in a row, yeah. and and it really made a difference. So I said, okay, uh, the next step is this and that. So I, I started to make decisions, and and when Matthias asked, asked me, yeah, you know, whenever that you opportunity, want, yeah. Give me an opportunity, and yeah. then at the same time, I met the record label, uh, the girl who owns the record label, and who proposed me to uh, made a, make a record for her. So it was a kind of an organic uh, process, uh, uh, like kind of a, what do we say, synergy, like everything synergy. coming together. Yeah. So I said, okay, why not? But like naturally, mean, not force, not a hustle, not a some kind of. You jive, yeah, yeah, good. No, so I, I, I kind of rolled the dice somehow, and we all uh, did uh, with the record label as well because I'm the first record of that record label. Called first release for this recording label. First release, yes. And what, what's the name of the label? It's called Float. Float, great name. Look, yeah. we're at the end of the first hour, uh, January 11, 2018, edition of for Pedro Show. Very special guest, Andrea Belfi. We'll type for hour two. January 11th, 2018, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
萨尔月里，我今阿么起鼓音乐我语，随便点点，随便唱唱，看上去阿妹像模像样，去中国的音乐节阿好唱唱，鼓曲了了电视里阿好放放，我阿那才是亚鲁子，从来阿不要啥个面子，我阿那才是亚鲁子，那边阿要去租租房子。呀，鲁子，哦呀，鲁子，哦呀，鲁子，哦阿拉这是呀，鲁子。
Scott from Pedro Show. We start off the second hour off with ISO from uh, Andrea Belfi's new album, Mora. Well, 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 we were talking offline, people, that a lot of the titles, or all the titles from his new album, come from the kind of vocabulary people use in the field of mining. Yeah, exactly. And, and this guy here, uh, or lady, ISO, tell us about it. Yeah, um, well, um, that's the most, uh, I would say, abstract. I don't know, I, I feel that that's the most abstract uh, part of the album. That's when um, that's when you you have a rest from somehow it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, the the quietest part of the 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 record and also yeah uh, I would say the most abstract somehow that that's how that's how I, how I that's how I envision the the. the that's, that's let, right. let, me, let me ask you about the vision for Tello Andrea. When you were, were you thinking of the whole piece? I mean, you started off with all these different kind of rough things to bring yeah. together, but mm -hmm. then did a view of the whole album, and then the, the pieces, like, that's the way it sounds like here. Like, you, the album needed a breath. It needed a valley. There was already so many hills. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, just to give you an example, when I played this live, I don't play every track, but uh, but the, the the idea is to have one long uh, set, yeah. and that's what I like in records too. I mean, you can also break, take like, these tracks apart somehow because um, because you need to put um, uh, what's the name of it? Like you, you have to separate tracks for the CD <laughs> version. No, yeah. I'm joking. But yeah, if you, you want, there, there if you don't tracks, want, but they all work together okay. somehow with a unique, with a with a uh, unique um, development. So it's 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 very. That's what I like in in when I compose music to give the tracks and the albums a narrative, even if there are no words. I yeah, mean, I've yeah, never you're telling a musical story. So exactly, musical story. That's what I like. Yeah. I, I felt that very much. Uh, let me tell you some of the other music we played. This stuff was from China. You know, I got to go to China for the first time last March, and uh, some uh. people gave me music over there. So here's PK14 with Egyptian Rain. They're probably the oldest and most well-known, and they're Beijing, man. And then Buyi with 30 Mile Village, Northern Shaanxi Folk Song. Uh, streets Kill Strange Animals, uh, Bad Seeds. I got to play with them in Beijing. Uh, top Floor Circus with Amateurs, Pumpkins, Jet Off to Star. And finally, Suntan. Julie's got a Suntan by Round Eye. And they're actually Laowais, which is uh, foreigners that live in Shanghai. But they made it possible for me and my missing man to go and see firsthand. There's nothing like that. Wow. Yeah. I think wow. uh, there'd be people curious for your music over there, big time. Ah, yeah. okay. well, I, I need to explore more that part of the world because absolutely uh, because I've only traveled uh, Europe and the U.S., but, you know, I've only been to Moscow once, but I've never been to Japan or Australia, so I'm, tr I'm trying to make this happen this year somehow. Well, you uh, know, if you think about China and India, those two countries have half the people. Exactly. That's what I always think. It's like, oh my God! I mean, there must be someone who would like to to yeah. listen to this stuff, you know? Absolutely. Like, because I'd love to go there. Absolutely. 
It's yeah. just, uh, I think, you know, as the world gets more connected, maybe. But we're still in a pioneer age of connecting still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to play this song, Syncline. Now, we were talking about offline people, about the, the language used in, for the titles of the tunes. And when we... Uh, there's two tunes, incline and uh, anticline, and this is kind of a description on how the layers, the sediments of the earth, are. Uh, we find them. Are they are, are they going uphill or are they going downhill? So I, I actually fucked up and I'm playing syncline before anticline. <laughs> what was what was going into the thinking for this baby? Um, well, anti somehow I I'd like. Um, I, I put anticline at the very beginning of the record sure. because uh, um, makes sense. <laughs> because yeah, <laughs> well, but at the same time, no. Usually, when you're almost getting done with something, you usually say it's all downhill from here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> perfect. No, um, well, um, the anticline. Uh, well, they they both have a similar. Uh, vibe somehow. Yeah, they do. I, I think I think they they they're very they're connected. Parallel. So, they're parallel, right? Exactly. So when when one it when it finishes, the other one could start again. Yeah, absolutely. you know, and it's and it's the whole circle that starts again. Um, that's that's what I like to say about this because uh, otherwise, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I can I can tell you that when I was com composing Syncline, I, I was thinking about the. It, it could have been my my dub somehow track. I mean, just just because just because of the um, some sort of tempo, some sort of vibe. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I envisioned it as a uh, the last track, but also the, the dub track of the you know the the with, with that kind of mood, even if it doesn't really sound as a you know reggae dub uh, no 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 it, no it's just association you know what I mean? it's yeah like, it's a feel yeah. it's a feel it's like slow and then there is this it's like a very um um wobbling bass and it's it's very warm uh, and that's what i like about about dub uh, there there's certain um compositional elements that are similar somehow there, there are no complex bass lines, but the, you know, the bass drum is kind of uh, similar and you know big and I don't know. I, I just thought it was uh, I, I wanted to go in that direction somehow. And then <clears throat> ah, you did it. Let's listen.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was Sync Line. It was a dub tune from the new Andrea Belfi album. All right. Then we had the Bodegas do an interlude. Uh, Brock is Beyond Bed and Bath from the Breakfast Cowboy. Bodegas from here in SoCal, Breakfast Cowboy up in Portland. And then from Strong Beach across the harbor, Olive Spoil you know, from their new album. Uh, then Harry Belfi talking about the new stuff. Uh, at one point, when did you know a tune was done? And like uh, the, 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 the mining was finished. Ah, when it was... Because um, each tune probably had their own kind of development, right? Yeah. Um, well, um, when uh, there was there was a moment where um, after I mean I, I've been working on it for about four months, you yep. uh, know, not not full time, but uh, you know I, I would say I would say uh, you know um, maybe four weeks in total, like editing and doing the rough mix. And and then at some point I put the tracks together. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, and I built the, 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 the narrative. And, and at, and at some point I realized that I was just, uh, messing up too much with the, with the, the it was already there. Sure. Um, because it, because it sounded already, uh, because the narrative was there, so I I stopped working on it, and then I brought this um, the the tracks to a to a to a studio, <clears throat> and I mixed them with um, with Francesco Donadello, incredible incredible uh, sound engineer yeah. uh, from Italy yeah. as well. Um, He's working. He's he has one of the great, the best studio in Berlin. I have to say, like really, he's working at very high levels. Yeah. And he's, but at the same time, he was very generous. He we he worked like two days from ten a.m. to I don't know. First day we finished at midnight, and in two days he mixed the whole thing. And Whoa. the second day we finished at four a.m. He was like I don't know. It was intense. Um, but he, he, yeah, and he did something that I can't, that I can't really do, and and it's and it's but no, well, maybe I could do it, but maybe for someone else, not after listening to that stuff. Because you need some perspective, some distance. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I didn't have any of that anymore, and uh, so the the process was uh, the mixing process was just. Uh, I mean, really uh, good for me because uh, I spent there two days, like almost doing nothing, and going inside the studio, like maybe five minutes every two hours, saying, "What you? Uh, I like this. I like that. I like that. That's it." So, and he uh, somehow mixed it in. Um, so I, I made some rough mixes for him in order to, you know, for him to understand what was going on. And and he really refined and <clears throat> the, the the whole thing. I mean, he 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 made it uh, comprehensible somehow, uh, especially on on the bass frequency side. It was it was a very difficult uh, record to mix. So um, so he did a great job. So and that's but yeah, uh, that's uh, answering to you. Uh, yeah, that, that that's the answer. Yeah, you had I, help. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I had help. Uh, but, <laughs> and I'm, but, I'm uh, very grateful to him too. What town's he from? 
He's from Padua. Padua, okay. Yeah. That's where I met your pop. Exactly. (laughs) Padua. Hey, good people, it's the second hour, January 11, 2018, uh, edition of Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. January 11, 2018, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
there are discrimination against all of these I cannot be serious if I am free This is a conversation for me and for you So please let's go talking to all of the crew Pedro Show started with Anticline, Andrea Belfi off the new album Mora, and uh, kind of saying it was the antithesis of uh, a syncline, but uh, probably been should have been reversed. But uh, me being the tonto I am, I, uh, I know that now. <laughs> then we had MP Jones with the demo of his uh, Iranian phone conversation. He's in Pusan right now. David Garrard out of Massachusetts. Uh, near Boston, doing the signals I am receiving, and finally Super Freak. Ah, off the air, we were just talking about uh, Super Freak. Uh, no sugar will touch my shiny being. Such a great uh, label, lepers.it people. This uh, self-contained unit for many years has been making records for free and putting them up on the net, and uh, each each group of guys uh, reorganizes them. They, they cross crisscrossing each other's bands and musics, and it's very original and it's beautiful. I've been playing it on my show since it started, and uh, uh, I ended up getting to be part of the wedding. I probably already said this on the show after returning with Brother Matt, but to recapitulate, if you didn't hear that show, yeah. So I got to play 11 gigs with the Osorio de Marinaio tour last year, but I also got to uh, play in the Puglia, which is uh, part of Italy, which is kind of the beginning of the heel. It ain't the, t- it ain't the tip ain't the heel, but it's right where the... You know, I don't get arch of the foot meets the heel. And this place, uh, a lot of olives. I was there once before, 10, 11, 12 years ago with Stooges and ended up playing in Melpignon. And riding a bicycle all the way down to uh, Otranto, where, where it was supposed to be. Wow. Did like, yeah, it's a yeah. long way. It must have been like 20 clicks, 30 clicks at oh, least. Oh, okay. Each way, each yeah. way. This was each by way, the yeah, uh, yeah. airport where we stayed. So, uh, look, we're going to play this tune here called Ten. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it means, well, of course, us in England have a different idea, but I, I think ours is 2,000 pounds, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, the same thing with pints. You know, their pint is a little bit bigger. <laughs> I think it's a 16 what, point sorry? pint. What we call a pint. You know, we got these weird pint. kind of things, right? We got a gallons made out of four quarts, yeah, and each pint. quart is made out of two pints. And yeah. a pint for us is 16 ounces, but the imperial pint is 16.9. So I think they got a bigger time. So t- t- tell me, you know, leave my shit away, <laughs> but, and let's uh, get a perspective on your ton off this album. Well, um, well, what can I say about this? It, well, it's um, well, the title. It, there, there is no much. Uh, yeah, there's no much uh, else about you know that, that that's the weight. Yeah, weight, <laughs> it's right, right. About the weight. Yeah, because um, because I don't know. I, I just um, well, let's let's put it this way. It's the it's the it it was the mo- the easiest track to record. Okay. And to compose because. Uh, I simply recorded that track. Like I think it's it's a eleven minutes or twelve minutes yeah, long yeah. thing, and then um, and then I started adding some electronics and basically that's it. Uh, some, somehow it, it took me a very short time a very short time to to compose that track, but at the same time it's the it's the heaviest somehow. That that's that's how. Yeah, uh, I was I wondering why you didn't track. call it milligram. But, but actually, there is a metric ton. Uh, yes, <laughs> I mean the track. You mean? No, it's a it's a unit of weight. There's we we have something called the metric ton. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think yeah, it's a nickname for you guys, but we, yeah, yeah, the, a tonnellata. <laughs> okay. Yeah, ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a metric ton. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's listen.
Live from Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Started off with Time from Andrea Belfi's uh, R.I. album, brand new, on Float Records. Uh, Nanoface after that, How Dirt Is Done, Everyone Is Dirty with Mendo. I just got to play with them. They're from the city, but they came down and played Strong Beach last week. Bronx from, uh, that's with three X's from Osaka, Poser Till Death. So, <laughs> and then fo- a Frog Hair out of uh, Texas with The Summons, and uh, yeah, also from there, uh, Thea, with uh, You Can't Change Me. Uh, mm. Did anything get left off the album? Uh, yes. Um, t- one or two tracks, uh, but, um, and funnily enough, those were the tracks that, that I spent the most time uh, <laughs> working on. But uh, yeah, it, it was hilarious because uh, I don't know. I was trying to find a key to make them work, and uh, it was uh, it was a very frustrating moment when when you when I realized, uh, okay, this is in, this is, this isn't gonna work. It's like uh, no, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, do you think um, one day they might see the light? People, might exactly, I think so. Yeah, I haven't. Um, uh, I'm planning a, 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 an EP. Okay. Uh, this year for the same record label who wants to uh, yeah to release an EP in uh, I think it's gonna be the fall I'm I'm not sure we are still talking about it but uh, but that's that's the plan somehow to to you know to, to keep um, the ball rolling momentum. by momentum yeah momentum <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, people you want to uh, find out about it, Andrea Buffy music. Go to A-N-D-R-E-A-B-E-L-F-I dot com. And there's lots yeah. of uh, good infos there. You can sign up for his newsletter. He's always letting us know what's going on, and, yep. uh, which is a lot. Because uh, although I, I like the way that you stopped everything and just focused on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this happened Yeah, the, the, this year because I really... Somehow I've been always involved in so many projects, and uh, as as we said before, I I I I'm trying to. I mean, there are all these synergies coming together, uh, and I said to myself, well, maybe this is the perfect time to. I mean, once uh, for, for once in my life, I've, I've never. Uh, you know, I said to myself, okay, let's try. I mean, I've never tried it before. And and I felt it was the right thing to do, and uh, as especially as I'm now building a, a little structure. I mean, the 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 record label he is working very well, so she's promoting the the record. Like, I mean, I'm I'm so happy about it. The, the, we built a great uh, working relationship, and. Uh, She's very passionate about the album. She's very passionate about music. She's trying to make this thing work, and uh, and and yeah, I said okay, let's let's try to make this work, and uh, and let's leave collaborations, and let's keep the collaborations. Uh, you know, maybe in the future, I, I I'm pretty sure that they, they will come back. But then I said, okay, let's focus because uh, otherwise uh, I will spread myself too thin and Absolutely. I will get too, you know, confused. And um, 
I think life's about taking turns anyway, so you never want to go too much one way anyway. Yeah, I think so out. too. Hey, can you tell think... people about Sorry Drums? Because we've got a little time left. Uh, I want people yeah. to know about this thing you got going with this cat in Finland. Okay, this uh, this guy in Finland is called Hannu Saari. And uh, spell it. This, yeah, H-A-N-U... Uh, no, H-A-N-N-U. Saari, S-A-R-A-A-I. No, S-A-A-R-I, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> because it's Finnish. Yeah, S-A-A-R-I. Um, he's, uh, he's actually... Uh, making these drums for quite quite a long time, but I didn't know about them uh, until I read uh, a post, a Facebook post from uh, from a person you know, like Stephen Hodges. Hodges, Hodges, yeah, and playing with um, Peter Staples these days. Exactly, and he's touring with that drums, yeah. or either with that drums, or he he always brings that snare yeah. drum with him, and and I and I told myself, well. If that guy likes th- those drums that much, there must be a reason because I love Hodge's style yeah. and his sounds, and you know he, he's he's very much about. I mean, he's a, he's a great drummer, but uh, and at the same time, he's uh, he's forte, he's uh, the tone. So it's the he's sound. He's also very it's, very creative. You know, he's the yeah. drummer on my first yeah. opera. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what, what I like. I like his drumming. I mean, he did an incredible job on on your record, for yeah. example. I was amazed. I have but much even on the yeah, he's he's in yeah one of my favorite drummers. So, so I said, so well, you found you know, out where his drums are coming from. So you went to this guy. I went to this guy in Tampere, yeah, in Finland, and I said, okay, you know, uh, that's worth a visit. I, I'm gonna pay this guy a visit. Yeah. So I went there saying. Uh, uh, saying to myself, you know, I I I want to find um, a, a new drums that it really inspires me, and and this guy is uh, this guy makes these incredible drums made out of um, birch, yeah, Finnish birch. He's very proud of you know uh, the fact that everything is coming from like a, a local uh, production. So everything he uses, like glues or whatever. It's it's a it's a local product, source. Uh, but local source, uh, local source. Um, so he he uses that uh, a specific um, uh, birch. Uh, now I, I don't know exactly like you know exactly what, what kind of, but it's it's this Finnish birch, and it's very light. Uh, and um, yeah, the, their sound are the, the drum sound. It's very and it's very uh, how can I say it's it's something close to a, a, a like an old drums somehow to the to uh, early 19, to, um, 20th centuries drums somehow uh, that early jazz musicians were musicians were playing because they were um, the early bass drums were were light and big because they were a marching band. They carried them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were big, and but they, they had to be um, uh, relatively uh, light in order to be carried by walking. Uh, so they, they have a similar sound to a vintage drums, uh, but with a new... Um, um, 
with a new twist somehow. Well, I, I got, had the fortune to get to play the first tour you used them on, and man, I really liked them too. Yeah, and but but at the same time, on yeah, there was refinements you were looking at, and I guess your last visit here, you, you talked with him. Mr. Exactly, I, I talked to him. I went. I, I spent uh, a day there uh, two days ago, um, and we talked about what you know we can improve and what I would like to you know have and what kind of uh, sound I'd like to use in the future and uh, you know but also hardware stuff you know how the the, the the you know how the hoops should be how the shells uh, the thickness of the shells and so many things and uh, he's building a new custom made uh, drum set for me that's so um, so, so that's um, that's a new project and Apparently, he's also building a case for that drums. But the idea is to have a folding drums that uh, is to find a, a way to have a, a good quality folding drums. Because wow. I've seen many, many, many. Uh, I think we've. Uh, do you remember we've seen one folding drums yes. in um, Houston? No, what Houston? What, it was, it was in Houston. Houston what, yeah. And this guy had a, a, this drum set from Whitney drums, yeah. and which is really trippy and it sounds really it's amazing, Charles. but. It was at Fitzgerald's, yeah. That's that's the venue, right? Right. Yes. Um, but uh, but I didn't like the sound, or let's say I like the sound, but it's not the sound that I'd like to use. Yeah, right. So I want to fit that to kind of portability with... concept with the kind of acoustic sounds. Exactly. That you like that exactly. Fitcher that's style. Uh, that's um, that's the aim. So that's the next project with the drums. Yeah, so portability. Like me with my bass, I'm looking at getting a 50 pound box, one, and a 7.7 pound amp. Yeah, uh, old punk is about small stuff that's easy to carry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah. that's just exactly. where it is. Fatal Andre, it's been a big honor and pleasure for me to get to talk to you about your new solo album. I wish you the best luck. I know you're out there playing it and stuff, so everybody come check it out. See them on the web, uh, and yeah. that stuff is coming in the future. And sure enough, we're going to talk about it on the show here. But yeah. really, thank you for this talk here. Yeah, no, thank you for telling Mike for having me no. this uh, for having me to um, the Watt from Pedro Show. Yeah, people, it's been January 11, okay. 2018. Additional Watt from Pedro Show with special guest Drea Belfi. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>